They call it faith because in the face of darkness, you can see that brighter future. A faith that our best days lay ahead of us. The campaign video is setting the tone and direction, perhaps, as Governor Ron DeSantis' long-awaited entry into the presidential field comes tonight, and in a unique way as well. WOKB political analyst Dr. Michael Bender, who leads the UNF Public Opinion Research Lab, live with us on Jacksonville's Morning News. Why don't we start with the venue where evidently he'll be with Elon Musk in a Twitter Spaces, which is a live radio broadcast, basically, uh, but over Twitter. What a unique way to enter into the race yeah this is something different uh i'm not sure it's the way that he is going to actually reach his voters for a republican primary but all the hoopla and the free media like this around that will will get the job done for him how do you anticipate it going and is this kind of a formal endorsement that comes from elon musk ultimately and does that matter well, I mean, Elon Musk has come out earlier and said that he would prefer Ron DeSantis to a Donald Trump. And, you know, whether or not it's a formal endorsement, they're certainly close enough that, that it looks like that. Uh, it, it's, it's really early in the process, and we have a long ways to go. But as far as how this thing's going to go tonight, I, I don't know. I'm pretty curious. Uh, neither one of these guys uh, tends to be the most easygoing or affable. Uh, it, um, um, it might be a little bit awkward, but I'm, uh, I'm curious to, to tune in and see what goes on. Yeah, I was reading from a former colleague of ours who covers the Capitol, Jamie Dupree, and one of the things he wrote in his uh, newsletter was, you know, DeSantis is relatively standoffish uh, with the news media in terms of doing uh, interviews except for kind of friendly outlets. Uh, but that doesn't matter necessarily to him. He says what he'd really like to see and what might ultimately be a big test for DeSantis on the campaign trail is how he relates to voters and connects with them. Do you see that as being critical to his success in the early months of the campaign? Uh, that's critical for, for any campaign success uh, at any stage. You have to be able to reach voters and they have to be able to identify with you. And whether or not he can do that is really going to be the determinant of how long he lasts in this race and if ultimately he can be successful in the primary. The legislature cleared the field for him to be able to run and maintain office. How impactful is it going to be for him to be able to uh, continue to show what has happened in Florida while campaigning? And how do you balance the two? Well, he'll be pointing to Florida for examples of his bona fides on the conservative policy issues, right? His parental rights act bill, the the abortion down to six weeks. He'll be pointing to those things. But really, it's going to be about can the voters in Iowa and New Hampshire and South Carolina and maybe states that aren't particularly familiar with him, can they get to know him and can he connect with them? as a better alternative to Donald Trump. And and that's a, that's a tough bar to cross. Uh, back in March, when the Public Opinion Research Lab polled it, DeSantis was ahead in Florida for the Republican presidential primary. What sort of lane do you anticipate DeSantis operating in, and how might it be different or maybe similar to Donald Trump? Well, there's certainly going to be some overlap, right? I mean, the former president has, a, I don't want to say a stranglehold, but he's got a good group of support amongst Republican primary electorate. And DeSantis is going to have to chip into some of that. Uh, but also he's going to be looking at the, the Trump alternative voters, maybe voters that look to Trump as being unsuccessful in 20 and, and maybe they want somewhere different. Maybe the folks that like Trump's policies but didn't like his, his Twitter uh, or now Truth Social, as it were. Uh, so those are the folks that he's going to be targeting and going after. But again, he's going to need, be able to need to connect with them. 
and it's not going to necessarily be easy. He's going to have to face the press. He's going to have to shake some voters' hands, things that he hasn't traditionally done. How does youth and uh, experiences in an executive capacity also impact his message, especially when Trump and Biden are in their mid to upper 70s? Yeah, I think it plays really well uh, in a general election. I'm not sure how much it matters in a primary, except for maybe making the argument about electability. Because if you look at the Republican primary, they tend to be full of older voters and you know, if you're an older voter in your 70s and you're doing just fine, what's wrong with this other guy? Plus, Trump is not your average mid-70-year-old. Uh, the energy he has, the, the excitement and enthusiasm he has for the campaign trail is real and it's genuine. Uh, so I'm not sure that I would classify necessarily Trump as this old senior citizen who's feeble. He's going to be able to stand up to him and hold his own across the campaign. WOKV political analyst uh, Dr. Michael Bender leads the UNF Public Opinion Research Lab. WOKV will have live coverage of the announcement on Twitter Spaces and continuing coverage here tomorrow starting at 5 o'clock on Jacksonville's Morning News. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.